It's like what they did with X-Men, man. That was just... God damn it. What's wrong with the fuck? Have you seen the fucking uh, commercials for Venom uh, Carnage? The Carnage Risen or whatever it's called? Dude, what the fuck is that? Like, it's supposed to be like the most violent comic book story in Marvel history. Of, like, did, not it make, totally. did it get well, an R rating? I don't even think no, it got an R rating. No, I, th- I think it's PG-13. See, like, Logan got an R rating. That was pretty cool. That, yeah, that at least they, or they were shooting for that, at least, you know? And, like, yeah. why wouldn't you do that with fucking Venom and Carnage, man? I know. That's, why, the I fucking commercial, that's why I haven't seen it. They've got this. Well, it's not out yet. The fuck no, I mean, I'm saying I haven't seen the first one. I didn't oh, wasn't even interested. Yeah, yeah. I love Venom. I'm not interested in seeing those trash movies. Dude, the, the, the first one doesn't even look like they finished the fucking uh, special effects. Like, yeah. it's so bad. It looks like a fucking but video game. You get to see, like, Tom Hardy. It looked like he's strung out the whole time. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah, apparently yeah, Tom yeah, Hardy has hand good. in all of the writing, too. Like, That's weird because it's so garbage. And, like, I usually <laughs> consider Tom Hardy to be really good. Uh, I mean, but he's not a writer, so, like, I don't... Having an actor in... Like, (laughs) saying that makes me sort of annoyed. Like, I read an article where it was basically, like, Tom Hardy really cares about this character, and he really wants to be this character. It's like, dude, Ryan Reynolds really cares about Deadpool. That's someone that cares about a character. You obviously don't, because you let these movies get made, and they're shit. Clearly. Right, Uh, right. And fucking... uh, In the commercial for the new movie, like, the big scene for... It's the preview trailer. The trailer for the trailer. Yeah. Fucking is, is... is Venom doing a mic drop and he's got fucking like glow in the dark bracelets on and shit? The fuck is that? That's fuck some Spider Man 3 shit right there. Dude, that is just fucking <laughs> awful. Like, so out of character and cheesy and just like, go fuck yourself, Sony. Go fuck yourself dead. Hey, this is the Is It Worse at 311 podcast and Sony can go fuck themselves dead. Because we love corporations here, at least I do. I, I let you know all the time with my fucking hostile bullshittery. Uh, what is going on? Is it the weekend roundup, y'all? Mm. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm. That's all. Mm-hmm. For the midweek you're both, roundup. You're both taking drinks. You got beverages. I got beverages, too. I'm going to grab my beverage here. Anybody that hasn't beverage. listened to our uh, bullshit podcast uh, or our midweek roundup what we do is we do a short little episode in the middle of the week we we get you caught up on uh you know what's going on uh in music and uh entertainment like that we uh we like to take all the new stuff of the week and we we round it up just round up just a little bit five take cents make it, it ten cents round you know up. yeah so um that's what we do and in that time, we do a few little segments here and there. We, we talk about some uh, singles that we may have listened to. We, wa- we want you to know who you're listening to. And that's what these midweeks are for. So you know what we're doing. We can help you decide what you're doing with your musical listening. And um, uh, maybe it makes a little more sense as to why I told you that Kanye's new album was a zero. And some of the worst <laughs> shit I've ever listened to in my life. Down, 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 down. So on to it. Our first segment of the evening. We are going to do our Mad Hatter's Hits. That's where our buddy Perry, or Hatter, picks a random song off a playlist, hits random and goes. Whatever comes up is what we do. And this week we are looking at Perry... 
Uh, we got soul coughing, three hundred dollars. It's a uh, it's a good one. It's off of the El Oso soundtrack or soundtrack the album. <laughs> it's their soundtrack, you know. Fuck, I forgot to look up what year that was. I want to say that was like late ninety eight. Ninety eight. I uh I love that album. As a as a whole, that's a thing. Um, this song is one that I, I that that album was a little bit not my favorite compared to the previous two. This this was the one that was like almost a little more studio and polished and a little more electronic and uh, dancier to some degree. For as far as you know, dancey in the nineties <laughs> is not very dancey. This is it's all like walking bass lines and shit like that, you know. But still, fucking. Um, I, the song is it's one of the better ones on there I think and uh, as far as just the song in general it's kind of goofy if you when you're when you're really taking it in it's like your buddy just threw it at you it's like here's the song here it is it's the first one that came up and you you were listening to it to kind of take it in it's, uh, I don't know it's I I love the song I don't know it's still kind of goofy with it how much is it for three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah yeah how much I think that's a she kid, said uh, for three hundred dollars I'll do it. I think that's that's Chris Rock. Yeah, it's if slowed I remember down. Right. Yep, because it's his uh, his uh, my favorite joke, and on like every like on the album, it that joke is actually reversed. So what when you it? play it, uh, I forget it's something like um, he like saw a hooker or something and was like asking her like like I have. Like how much or what? And she's like, "Oh, for three hundred dollars, I'll do anything." And she, he's like, "Well, shit, like paint my house." So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that whole like for three hundred dollars, I'll do anything. It's anything, but I think he kind of cuts it up so it sounds like I'll do it for three hundred dollars. Wow. I'll do it. How'd it hit you, Robert? Um, I mean, I I didn't put it in my headphones at first. And uh, I heard it, and like I was like, "Is he sort of rapping?" And yeah. is this almost Beck meets Three Eleven? And then I yeah. laughed. And then there was like this <laughs> moment where they're like, like in between in each verse, there's like a squeak, like a, a high pitched squeal that just comes through. And in car speakers, not in headphone speakers, it's sort of painful <laughs> and out of place. But when I put headphones on and I and I took it in completely, I enjoyed it. I think it's a I cool did. song. It's a fun song. It's a simple song. Um, it does still remind me of Beck. <laughs> The rap is not egregious, <laughs> yes. like 311. Um, yep. It's simple, but not in, like, a stupid, think, childish way. So, like, it's an enjoyable track. Like, it's a good three and a half minutes. I was like, yeah. Okay. I think if, if you had been uh, – are you familiar with their previous works outside of that? I feel like I've heard a bit of soul coughing here or there. Like, I'm aware of them, yeah, but I never I, was into them. I think if you'd been, like, more aware of their earlier stuff, the rapping would have been a little bit different for you. Uh, not really. I mean, it is not their best as far as, like, lyrically their songs go. Um, they always kind of do the simplistic thing. and But their their earlier stuff is more like a beatnik spoken. Very beatnik. Yep. Yeah, it's like a poetry. It's supposed to be, like, electronic jazz. So also very, like, leaning into that Beck type of thing. I, I, I mean, like I say, with really realistically, like, part of the reason that it, like, put me back was, like, 
that squeal like was really forward. I don't even know the squeal you're talking about. It's like it's like I was was even listening to the car today too, so that's weird. It's it's a it's this it's very aggressive and like it was in the front of the mix on my speakers in my in my car, and then I put it on and I heard it and I was like, okay, this is this fits into the music. But I mean, it really is a sharp '90s song that I'm surprised wasn't a radio hit. Well, yeah. Well, they had some radio hits, but. This but this song seems like it would fit album, in too. 1998. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> a song sure. that I would have taken off that album and put on the radio, and it would have sat right next. Like, if I had heard that when I was an 11 or 12 or 13-year-old, I would have been like, this song's fucking lit. Well, it's got that cool guitar. You know, like, that's and amazing. there's a lot more going. There's a lot of things going on. Like, the simple lines are all overlapping. There's, like, six, seven things happening, and there's, like, you know, some fuzz in the background and... Like the high pitched squeal, you guys do not know, but I very particularly noticed fuck? is there. So you know, there's a lot this of things. Is, this going is a on. song that that track. Perry and I have been listening to for like decades too. For a long we time, both loved this shit when we were like teenagers. You know, oh, their whole ears, boys. They're all three albums are just like one big album, in my opinion. Oh yeah, but uh, in fact, this 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 song in particular always stood out because of some of the lyrics, like. It's got the greatest lyric starting ever. L- lifting me up like a garage door. Like, come on. That sounds like Beck. Does that not sound like Beck, though? I get that. I'm now I'm like, says, once you said that, I'm just like Robert, like feeling mm-hmm. Robert's Beck thing. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, it's just uh, everything. I think uh, I agree. It's Eloso is probably not my entirely favorite, but it's still I will listen to the entire thing completely. Better, then, I think it's better than three eleven. Oh, it's yeah. better than three eleven, definitely. But I mean, yeah. it's still like it was funny to me because because they're a nineties band and it was nineteen ninety eight. Like you get, I got those vibes because they they dropped some like feel like rap music in the nineties, which the music <laughs> is 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 nicer and and more composed in a way that's like this is rock music. And it has a specific element, and it, like you say, it's closer to spoken word poetry. But I still was like, hmm, they, it's, they it's specifically three eleven phase, you know. They they specifically uh, called themselves at one point the like hip hop Tom Waits, like that is sort of I'm okay where with they were shooting for. That's uh, a way better shot. <laughs> yeah, for sure, uh, and I, I, it comes off better than what we're going to talk about next. Our main feature, the actual review, the midweek review. We're talking about William Shit Shat, the shitty Shatner. Boy. Bill Shat Boy. Fucking Captain Goddamn Kirk. Dude, Captain Kirk. Free dumb. You put out an free album dumb. in 2021. Free, d- dumb, free, dumb, dumb free. He technically says dumb free at one point. All I know uh, is they, I never thought we'd be listening to an audio book on this podcast. So it's been amazing. fun. I thought the same. The thing. album's called Bill. So you, you know, we're really about to get what what we're asking for. If you said if what you asked for was <laughs> the real heart and soul of William Shatner in 2021, <laughs> what's this guy into? You know, what's Captain Kirk doing now? Nostalgia. Well, what what really yeah. tickles his fancy? I've never been so like I. I didn't think we would actually review this one, but it's amazing. 
It's amazing. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad that we have to fucking talk about it. I laughed so hard at so many times. It's so hilarious. He has to know. Like, he has to I'm know like, it's funny. Is he being serious? I'm, I'm so confused. There's no way he's being serious. You know, but he like, mm. I, did he write all this? <laughs> are these his words? I think they are. They have yeah, to be. They are absolutely They're not words. like previous ones where he would do like his like weird spoken kind of thing spoken like, word for cover. cover yeah so we know we're not in that territory anymore so i, I do think this because there's some of them like the whole moon one is literally talking about like when he when they canceled That's star trek so, and he lived in the back so of his like truck oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like the with this guy that's still got the delivery you know he's it's just still amazing. he's still and william he's, shatner Ugh. And I lived in a truck. The back of my truck. He doesn't say that. That's not a quote. But met, that's, that's how I he would say it. The, the astronauts. Yeah, he says he met the astronauts, <laughs> even though he was like on the, the ship. Like, I, I worked on the spaceship. And it was like. So uh, part of me is up there. This and, and like the best part of it is, is that like. Yeah, there's a it's it's got enough continuity to it where you know right away or not maybe not right away but pretty quick into the album you're like okay there's gonna be some songs that are like probably kind of sentimental but in a weird way you know like they're supposed to sound like he's really reflecting on his life and stuff like that and maybe he's gonna slow it down a little bit you know that's gonna happen but what they don't tell you is he's gonna throw whatever the fuck he can find in between those songs you know and so it's it's amazing when you're like, when they come up and and you're getting those like he's he is always talking about his life throughout most of the of the of the album, but like when they come up and they're like the sensitive ones or the ones that are like really thoughtful, it's just like oh fuck man, here we go. I just I gotta sit through this, huh? You're really uh, gonna make me listen to a gospel in- influence song with background singers and everything, and Robert Randolph playing slide guitar. Man, Which he is great. He, oh, he really he really ropes you in with those first two tracks, man. Because you're like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like, I ride starts off, and you're like, oh shit, let's do this, Bill. And then you get to clouds of guilt, and you're like, oh. Okay, so you brought it up. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm talking so much in this episode. Fucking uh, clouds of guilt comes up, and here's the thing: is that years and years and years and years ago, like when I was in college or something, starting college because I'm ancient, you know, and uh, I started college late too, so it's like double ancient. Uh, we end up with this fucking. Sorry, my neighbor's stomping around upstairs, and I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Fucking, uh, his wife dies. William Shatner's wife died, and she died in the pool. And, uh, Naked. It was a... On Valium. <laughs> right. So, uh, he was <laughs> home. Don't leave out those as parts. Far as, as far as I know, he was home, um... And it seemed suspicious when it happened, and then it, it pretty much immediately just disappeared from the media, and there was nothing really, uh, 
brought up about it again, you know, which if you got to PR people do great work, um, fucking, and that was that. I tried looking this up online of the, did William Shatner kill his wife? Because it was a question for a while and I couldn't find <laughs> hardly anything about it at all. Wild. I just, you know, like, like there was stuff. I remember reading this shit back in the day. Well, sure, it's a lot you... easier to scrub stuff from back in the day at that time rather than now right. once it's online. Right. So then I hear this song where he feels guilty all of the time. I don't know how to take it. I really don't. Um, I, even... I thought the murder song was Black Horse. Yeah, I that think is there's the... three. I think, <laughs> I think there's another one, too. Uh, there was one where he... Where the fuck is it? Oh, fuck. Is it uh, the bridge, maybe? I'm thinking? No. No, because no, that's the, the one where he, where almost, he almost dies. gets killed by an 18-wheeler yeah. when he's moving yeah. to Toronto or some shit. That's, it wasn't that's, Mask. Hey, you just named the song right there. Mask did freak me out, though. That was Masks a weirdo was one. So, Masks was so bad. These are the masks. These are the masks. These are the masks the wear. of me. For me. I was like, dog, we know it's for you. Like, you don't have to tell us these are your masks. And then you, you like, literally described turn. yourself. You are William Shatner. It would the, the... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it would have just been great if you, like, bust into, like, Jim Carrey impressions as the mask at one point. That would have been delightful. Like, him spoken word trying to impress... Like... <laughs> This is my favorite album we've listened to in a long time. I'm not going to lie. Oh my God, it was so entertaining. Uh, the song that I was looking for was the Robert Randolph song I was talking about with the gospel uh, oh, singers. Yeah. That is Just, just Forgive. forgive. Just I was like, forgive. just forget. Just, just forgive me. I don't fucking forgive me. Forgive everybody. You killed your wife, threw her in the pool. <laughs> like, hey, it happens, right? Here's strangle to give your wife drug your wife and fucking drown her in the pool maybe i don't know forgive me i i mentioned that uh maybe he killed his wife to nancy while we were on the drive and she looked it up and apparently one of the things that absolved him was that he had used his credit card at a place where he and his daughter said he was having dinner with her and so that is one of the things that has like kept him, uh, maybe was helped him not get busted, was because he was at a place where he spent money, and was with his daughter who corroborated. So, and and she and the wife was not. They decided the wife was not dead at the time. Okay, so well, well maybe? that the wife that he came home at like she was dead and when right, he arrived already because right. he couldn't yep. have been there because he was eating dinner at this time. Whatever. Sure. That was one of the like. Hit for his evidence, but I mean, who How knows? long does it take to drown somebody? <laughs> Give I mean, also, she apparently had Valium and alcohol in her system. Like, he could have easily still done the deed. Also, no one dives into a pool and, like, and hits their head from a diving board. Like, I don't know, whatever. It's sketch. There's some definitely sus. Oh, there's uber sketch. Some sus deets in that uh, whole thing, but. I mean, whatever. Mick Jagger did it, too. Um, it feels it feels like Hollywood people kill people all the time and just get away with it. And I would say all the time, like I mean, that's hyperbole. But like, you know, like John Travolta maybe killed somebody, but like the oh, the yeah. Scientology people kept it out of wraps. Oh maybe God, Cruz, you know, one of those. They Scientology probably have like a unit killed somebody. Like, a, well, you guys informed me about unit. 
Oh yeah, they they for sure do. And like whitewashing unit, just like get rid That's of what all John Wicks that. is about Scientology. Uh, you guys told me that that John Cusack killed those people. Uh, uh, no problem. Well, look, did Cusack do too? Yeah, Cusack killed somebody with a car. Two people. We talked about I thought, this. I thought it was. No, that, um, oh, am I wrong? That was no, Ferris no, Bueller. Uh, Chris Fer- Chris Farrell, I think, killed somebody. We, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, no, Ferris Bueller. We're Ferris talking, Bueller yeah, did Matthew call. Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah, yeah. Who did I say? Yeah. Uh, uh, John Cusack. John Cusack, similarly an eighties oh, heartthrob. Oh yeah, I know. I just like John Cusack so much better that I replaced him. Is what it happened. <laughs> I there think they're both in um, John Hughes films. Also, I think John Hughes is their connecting point too. I could see that. I can't think of um, it. This album is amazing, and so it's so funny. Like I laughed really hard. So I listened to it the first time through, and I just laughed a lot. And then I listened to it a second time through, and I was like. You know, honestly, he hired musicians that were fucking fine and talented. Like, he got, like, a Neville ripoff in um, Thunder and Fire, which I thought was tight. I was like, dog, you got a Neville Neville ripoff. Like, that's okay. And, like, most of his lyrics that he has other people sing are just things he's already said or is saying again. Which I thought was, like, super lit. I think this album is... (laughs) <laughs> literally like like a b like a b film that's just like really good it's like a splatter yeah. fest gore horror that you're just like yes and i want to keep watching and i mean like you could see the zipper on the monster but you don't give a fuck who cares oh, no. dialogue dude, is amazing and you're just dying laughing because you're high as fuck shatner you're is wearing not... an edgar suit dude he shatner is wearing an edgar suit and i'm okay with that like it is so it's I... like an it's an Edgar suit that's him, though. It's like his own Edgar suit. Yeah, he just is an Edgar suit. Yeah, and like, oh uh, yeah. Also, that the yeah, cover is like a bones. picture of his young face, and like the colors yeah. of like the rainbow mm-hmm. and stuff is like, dude, his old pandering. face. His old He's face like, is in there, though. If you look in one of the, it is, one yeah, of the no, strips it is. It's hidden near his young face, but that's still like, dude, you're like in your seventies. Anyways, I thought this this <laughs> album. I thought this album was lit. I laughed so hard. When he's like, I was so shocked by I ride when he's like, I ride, I, I ride, I ride. And I was like, no. And then when he's talking about the cars and it's like, at first I didn't catch it. The second time around, he's talking about, it has to be a man in a car. And I was like, dude, this guy's just dropping the sexism left and right. And then later on, he's like, when you're, when you're a man, it's just cars and women. I was like, I, is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, Right. I'm listening to this song. There's so many gold lyrics. There are so many gold lyrics. Like the whole if if this project is capable musicians putting music down and then Shatner just shatning over it, <laughs> you know, it, like this is a perfect project as far as I'm dude, concerned. It has uh, Joe Walsh from yep. the fucking Eagles, who is like one of the only like the the one of the few things I will defend from the Eagles is Joe Walsh. Fucking and and not the senator. He's a Joe Walsh is also a senator, but a different Joe Walsh, right? I don't know. Uh, Brad Paisley, who is yeah, what? Like what the that which also does bring in the one of the few things that really does draw me out of the album is there is a bit of country influence, Mm -hmm. uh, like modern country, but done with like rock and like pop and shit. Uh, Joe Jonas, fucking Robert Randall, it's crazy. It's like Jonas's label that he released it on too, isn't it? I think I was reading that somewhere. And he was like 
like not only do i get to collaborate but i get to be like like hosting the label or some shit which is like what yeah i can i can i can dig that his lines are delivered i think that what makes this album really strong like for me as like a listener and and makes me laugh i mean it's william shatner so like you have to take it with a breath you know like it's with a grain of salt but like i actually enjoyed listening to this because i was like i couldn't tell if he was serious and whether or not he's serious or not like it came off as this hilarious piece where he's like i'm you know i'm giving my heart and soul to the people and it's like no one cares about you william shatner so that you (laughs) created this album and released this music and like i'm taking it from the book the book of life you know and, and like well you know i go from and like the, the, write my the own last book. track the last track has this amazing moment where like he says something about cancer and then compares it to like a child being born or something and it's oh really yeah because you're and but, oh. but then but then he says um what uh our love is like a mystery and then behind it it sounds like he's just saying why and like they've like reverbed his voice and then it's like but then i listened closer and our love is like a mystery and then behind it it sounds like he's saying something about horses because apparently he raises horses horses. masturbating it's a big thing throughout the whole thing yeah but he's Mm -hmm. like he it's i think he says something like like horse in the wild debris horse wild and free or something but you can't hear it and it's just like overlapping and then the song speeds up and it like it like actually musically is interesting like it speeds up and slows down and it's just it's just like oh my god how did this (laughs) when we were when we were talking about the people that he got on this album the one that i forgot to mention that is the standout that is just like what the fuck are you doing here John Lurie, the uh, known for uh, the band Lounge Lizards, which is an unbelievably good fucking seventies, eighty, like late seventies, eighties, no wave jazz, fucking just like through the nineties, I think too. I might be wrong about seventies. I don't know. I love the Lounge Lizards. Crazy fucking jazz, like it's so fucking good and fast and just like technical and crazy, just, just fucking nuts. Uh, Goes on to be in fucking, uh, what's what's that fucking show? Not SVU, but the other Law and Order. CSI. First, oh, Law, first and Law and Order. Uh, dude has a disease that makes it difficult for him to play. I can't remember which one. And so what ends up happening is he basically retires and just starts painting. And like everything the guy touches is fucking gold, man. He does work with fucking. Um, uh, he was in the movie Down by Law. What's what's that guy's name? The director. Uh, does all the Tom Waits movies? Oh. Fucking all the all the c- cigarettes and coffee. Fucking Jim um, Jarmish. Thank you. Uh, John Lurie's on this fucking album playing saxophone. What the fuck? That saxophone line was like wild, and it came out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, what? On loneliness, I think is the one. and then like but, but and then also that's another thing is this album it'll be like okay we're doing country now all right cool we're gonna get Shatner on the next song doing some like you know sentimental country and you'll you're expecting it or whatever and all of a sudden you're like nope it's like a full orchestra yeah here's some strings <laughs> like what like when you get to Black Horse and it's seven minutes of strings and him just like going the fuck off. You're in the deep end, you know. <laughs> like I mean, fucked. what have what have I done, man? Just... And then it fucking ends Black. with that like full on like recall back of Cloud Guilt, like just out of nowhere, yeah, which was like like 
Yeah, which <laughs> is like, like, I mean, he definitely murdered his wife on this track, you know, that's the way I felt, you know, like if you're going to do it, you know, you black horse. So then at the end, you know, and he, like he refers to the horse as a woman, but then he's maybe masturbating it because he's like getting it seed it's, and you don't oh, call he for, the well, he for sure seed. jerks off the horse. And then you get to the end and then it's like just a little bit of cloud of guilt. And I was like, he killed his wife for sure. He killed his wife. Dude. Here's the way he understands, okay? What he thinks he understands. He doesn't, under, he doesn't say that he understands these, these three things, uh, but he does say that he thinks he understands them, and they are love, death, and horses. Horses. Oh, the little 42-second track. 42 seconds, and, and that's when he's the thinking name about it. it and, like, he's yep. like, like uh, what's the poet? Bukowski? Yeah. He's like Bukowski or something, oh, but he's fuck. not. He does he's say absolutely Bukowski. not. He's like Bukowski when he was a twelve-year-old. I don't even like Bukowski. But like, he's famously like, writes about horses and pianos and whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alcoholism. Like, like William Shatner, Bukowski, yeah, eat my ass. <laughs> um, don't tamper. I was blinded about? by the sadness. I was deaf to the madness. <laughs> okay. What are we giving it? What are we giving it? I didn't even write down my fucking reaction. No, wait, wait, wait. You guys talk more. I'm going to grab a beer. All right? Okay. Fuck this episode. <laughs> I mean, this album, like, as an album, like, that, that was created for, like, the sake of art, is, that, like, musically, it shouldn't, I shouldn't rate it this way, but I'm giving it down. I'm not lying. I'm giving it down because I think that, like, in the middle of the fact that it's, like, really bad and really good, like, I, it... I, there's something about it. I'm I'm down. I'm fucking down. I, just, I the shit cracked me up, man. I, I laughed so hard, and and that Shatner maybe is taking it seriously, which I I kind of um, feel like he was. I think there's he something is. about this album, and like I was totally like, all right, fine. I mean, Black Horse is so uncomfortable, like it makes me uncomfortable. But like I like art that makes me feel uncomfortable. So Shatner gets a down for me. I'm giving him three of five, man. I don't know. Are you? I really. I'm seriously giving them it. I'm giving them the I'll middle get, of the road. I'll go with it. I'm going with it. I didn't write one down because I wanted to see how we how we felt about it when we fucking went through. I'm down with down. Dude, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. It's not this album is getting a three of five because sometimes you watch a John Carpenter movie that's vampires and sometimes you watch a John Carpenter movie that's Prince of Darkness, but there's something about like these types of of like spectacles john carpenter's not william shatner don't take me wrong but my point here being is that like not everyone watches the same thing and sees it william shatner is a clown and this album is fits a clown it fits a king clown and i cracks me up and there's something comedy about it and maybe there's something serious and i i want to laugh at the car accident and and the music's not bad the music is actually okay throughout the album as like a space and william shatner's bizarre melodramatic overly theatric voice fits it and i just i and he makes me i laughed so hard i laughed i cried three different times i so first time i listened to it i was in the car and i was like all right cool and then i got time where i was able to like sit down like smoke a couple bowls and just sit back and listen and it was the most fun i think i probably had because i even had an idea of the songs having listened to it previously so coming in and being able to like, oh, this is that song, and then being able to really focus on everything with the music and lyrics, it, it was just, it was amazing. Like, I I agree wholeheartedly on the uh, B-movie kind of reference thing, where it's, it is just, 
funny to watch because you you know it's a terrible movie. If Bonnie Prince Billy had writ- written Cloud of Guilt, I would have been really upset. But because Cloud of Guilt is a song <laughs> William Shatner did, I'm like super okay with him se- he what him referencing the fact that he can't rhyme but still forcing rhymes into every fucking line. He's like, I can't. Maybe even he can't. can't, he rhyme, can't sing, but he's a really good milk. singer. Isn't that the one where he mentions like not going to Nimoy's like funeral or some shit too? Like he just lays it like I don't know. I didn't catch that. That's fucked up. But I do have to say, I um, it, I love so like just you know like putting it out there. I really do absolutely love a early William Shatner like seventies fucking music, the spoken word shit, and Leonard Nimoy. If you go listen to Leonard Dude, Nimoy's the... music, that guy can sing. He has this great, like, pseudo-baritone voice that, like, I'm sure it's a baritone. It's actually a baritone. But, like, fucking, uh, I don't want to say that. I don't know that exactly. But the fucking, uh, it's just, like, both of them did really interesting. It's almost psychedelic well, fucking. They did that. They did, like, their Star Trek influence, like, like music, too. So there was, like, yep. albums for Star Trek that they were in character singing. So there is some, like. It, they, they were yeah it's so interesting how they would do that back uh, in the day the thing that like like i i was torn between like give this a four just to fucking laugh about how good it's a laugh give this a two because it's probably actually a two and it's a beautiful disaster like literally that's the, you know the what we call a, a two-point album whatever but I'm uh, I'm down with this, and it does sound a little bit like his '90s stuff. Uh, like they're trying to recapture that, but just the fact that it's all about him, and there aren't any covers, and it's just yep. so my you had jaw me without the covers. Right. I can't remember the openings, the opening line to "I Ride," but it's something like "I vibrate," I and like feel I vib- like first every single time, just like. My jaw drops, and like after almost as soon as I pick it up, something happens. It makes my jaw drop again. I'm just like, "Dog, oh. what are you doing? What are you talking about? What did you Tell just you, say? You, you are insane." And it starts out all like Middle he's on things. stage too. Hot <laughs> air. Uh, he says. He says. I think he says truck stop trees. He says yeah. truck stop trees. <laughs> And then cars, like, dude, that trees does not fit in this list of words. And I get where you're coming from, but that is fucking goofy. There are so many little bits where it's like, William Shatner is, like, literally a 12-year-old to 16-year-old writing poetry for the first time. But because he's a 75-year-old man who was on Star Trek, it is impressively hilarious. And he's got a great voice. Yeah, and he talks at me really nice. But he also, like... Has no idea what kind of inflection to give. What is the, like? He's fucking lost, nope. man. Just does whatever so, okay. he fucking feels like. Shoots from the hit, man. I'm giving I, it down I think, too. I think like, it's. I think it's. Um, I was kind of there on the lower side, but yeah, entertaining as hell. Yeah, I think it's not worse than 311 somehow. Yeah, but like, kind kind of. Because I've never had such a, a trip. <laughs> Listening to a 311 album. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like. (laughs) 311 has never shocked me in any way, shape, or form, you know? 
I think that I think that something that's so bad it's good is better than three eleven because three eleven isn't that three so, eleven's bad but not so good like three you know right like there's mm-hmm. there's some songs that like I can still feel nostalgia for but like three eleven does it's William Shatner is either a genius here in this situation where like he knows what he's doing to his audience or like he's so tone deaf. <laughs> it really works i don't know (laughs) and then when you like see like about him in the in the news and shit and like when he does actually like like do like public speaking and like talk about his like he might be that tone deaf i would guess that's my feeling the sense from what he writes and the the words from the songs is that he does it perfectly just he's bojack horseman dude like i i don't know it's i think it's amazing and i love it i Oh, that's amazing. So, so, William Shatner's new album, Bill, gets three points in a Bojack Horseman. (laughs) Bojack Horseman head. (laughs) All right, so we got to move on. Uh, We're going to do... I don't even know which... Do we want to do Robo's repeats or do we want to do the actual roundup? What do you want first? Let's do Robo's repeats real quick. You guys can clown on that song. I was, Let's I was go. like, Bruh. what do you got? What do you got? Um, what was it's it? called Green by Young Jesus. I, I think I might have come across it on some sort of like try it out music type of playlist, and like it's been on this playlist I've had for a long time. And, and re-listening to it, I still like the song, but like I've heard it enough now where like eh, it. I think that it, it it does a good job of build, and there's like a lot of eerie sound effects in the background, sort of ghostly effects that are interesting and like it sort of drowns out in a way. And I do like the dude's repetitive um, sort of choral, uh, not choral is not right, but like in the chorus line of repeating, like I, I, I feel a certain way when you're not around or whatever, but like, eh, you know, it's not my favorite song, but I enjoy sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. All right. All right. Perry, how to treat you? Uh, right away. I was like, Oh, this is some Midwestern emo stuff. So yeah, I was, dude, dudes are playing <laughs> guitars. Yeah, so uh, for the most part, it wasn't too terrible. I did like the back end of it, like uh, like kind of listened to it. Like was kind of just okay. Yeah, this is kind of whatever standard stuff. And then uh, I was doing something and didn't realize the transition to them just kind of playing their instruments and kind of getting that feel, like you were saying, like the build up to the point where I was like, that's oh, good, well, yeah. that's pretty pleasant. So yeah, the back side of it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd agree with that. Uh, I when it, when it started, I was kind of like, oh boy, <laughs> not in a bad, not necessarily a bad way, but Terrible, just in like, a, yeah. oh, it's it's gonna be this, huh? And it was. Uh, but it, you know, they comes in with the standard indie rock, like you said, midwestern, almost emo. Fucking, I'm sitting in my fucking bedroom or my garage playing my guitar, and I got my buddy with a bass and some drums coming over. I'm fucking, uh, here we go. I wrote this song and it's about how I like people or not. And, uh, I was like, okay, it gets in a groove and it goes. And I was like, there it is. That's fine. I can deal with it. I like it. It's kind of nice. It sounds like a nineties influence type of thing. Uh, that whole, like, you know, start a band with your friend type of vibe, uh, which I dig. I dig the hell out of that. I really do. And then uh, there's like a, a point where all of a sudden when you think you're at the the like full 
range of what this song is going to sound like. I believe it's like a piano or something. It comes in and it just fills, and it's real subtle. But in the headphones, I really noticed it where it fills in and it's like the neck, the like second verse or something or the first chorus or whatever, where the, this piano just like gives this nice bassy, like mid bass tone that uh, fills the whole thing out that really I noticed it. I, you know, I was like, oh, cool. That was that was cool that they really filled out their sound like that. That really helped the recording. Um, I didn't love. The lyrics, they were talking about crows at one point. I like that, though. I like crows. It's crows. <laughs> weird. Uh, but, yeah, at the end, once they start, like, ripping into their instruments, but they're still grooving on that riff, I dig that. I play like that. I love that. Uh, fucking show me, you know, how you can hold down the fucking rhythm while you're fucking hitting a little fill. I'm playing some solos or whatever. I like that. It- if, if the song, the song I think is strength is that like it starts off being like this is gonna be generic as fuck, and then by the end it's like it wasn't not generic as fuck, but like it had it, it has these moments that are like there's it, a payoff. It, it yes. fills the room Very with sound, much so, and feel. like you get tiny little fills and little instrumentation that like makes the song feel big, and then it ends sort of on just like droney like ah fuck you guys, we're gonna just like it's not like. It's not like noise for noise's sake, which sometimes happens. It's just oh, it's like, like a fading out, you know? It's, but it's like so. a solo fading out, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is definitely a payoff and a build-up to this song. Uh, not worse than 311. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, all right. boys. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Young Jesus Green, there it is. That's Young they're, Jesus they're Green. They're not religious, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, like... I don't. I don't even know if that band still exists. So here's the other ones that we were gonna talk about, and the ones that we we kind of fought over this one. I was a dick about this. Okay, by the way, Robert, I wasn't trying to be a dick about this. I just after listening to the full before we listened to the full discography of Sufjan Stevens, I I thought that I really enjoyed his music much more than I did, mm-hmm. and I am mm-hmm. hurt. I mean, I think we got that when we did the episode and all, which I, I think it just aired. So you can go listen to go listen to that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just I couldn't I didn't want to listen to it, especially after the singles that dropped were just these like band like standard banjo him and somebody else doing some acousticy shit that like they play a little and they and a little it. bit of electronic whirs and wisps in there yeah. does that happen that way? well yeah, okay there yeah, i there mean there's some, a like, little background bit, yeah, yeah on the singles that i listened to i meant that with the like awful album artwork <laughs> and the fucking like just like most pretentious naming like stupid shit that i just you know i couldn't get it's not stupid is it well it might be stupid for him but like it's it's i'm not trying to say it's stupid if you like it <laughs> so you know i mean i, mean? I like, feel like i feel like the sumerian shade song which is the one that i sent you guys first like in the cover is like hannibal lecter and shit and like <laughs> I, like the graveyard and like like the walking dead not the walking dead but the original zombie film yeah, i think that I think that, like, yeah, Living Dead. I think that the uh, the music on it is very like, like peak phase stuff. Jan Stevens on a guitar and banjo, and then like adds a little bit of the electronic that he. It's it's basically like a a repeat of Carrie and Lowell 
now, uh-huh. which, you know, with another dude who also whispers, sings, and does a little bit of electronic flourish in the background, and, which and to me is perfect because I love that shit. But, you know. But I, also not the heartbreak and the, like, legitimate content of Carly and Lowell. Well, yeah, right? I mean, it's not. Am I wrong? It, I, I didn't listen. I, I didn't listen. No, yeah, yeah. But the, the whole al- I think the, I think the whole album functions well because it's not like. It, it it can be melodramatic for melodramatic sake instead of being like so dramatic like some of his other albums that are like oh, okay you know the drop the melodrama comes from the fact that I, I can't believe you're writing this album about your mom and why did you say masturbate in a song Suff Jan Stevens you fuck but yeah <laughs> right. anyways I, it's it's a Suff Jan Stevens album with banjo and guitar you should listen to it if you like okay. that shit I like so, it so yeah there you go Suff Jan suck ass as uh, a beginner's <laughs> mind. <laughs> fucking idiot this guy sucks uh the album's called a beginner's mind and it has the shittiest album artwork of 2021 whoever drew that's a fucking idiot that has a beginner's mind fuck yourself uh the album i wanted to talk about was poppy uh the album's called flux i love poppy but poppy's music is not exactly always the best i get that um poppy started off very poppy and i think it's great and went even more poppy and then added some new metal and it was fantastic but it's really it's hard to it's it's like it's cheesy like this album it, is the album that uh our boys sleigh bells were trying to make last week yeah, yeah. Sure. absolutely yes. like and and i was like all I right that 100 percent I was big sad that it wasn't Choke because you sent all those links and I, I See, randomly selected well, Choke and I was like, Choke is so good. And then I turned on Flux and I was like, this album is from the 1990s that's and what she it might does. as well be an Evanescence album. And I was like, dog. And like, why are you screaming, if, lady? Whatever. If you go to – so she does like pop pop and like starts adding more weird like weird popular music that like, you know, most of the, mostly people don't consider popular music, but it definitely is, you know, uh, like, like, like the, like doing new metal. It was popular music or whatever. Right. So, and this album, she definitely brings in the like nineties, like after punk rock has broken through fucking some 41. Uh, who else, who else does that? Like, I, I don't want to say it's not Blink One Eighty Two. No, because it's, it's like it's, it's what too came hard after. for that. No, but they, I mean, like the first couple of tracks, it's too hard for that. I mean, I really think that it was like like almost the like Evanescence. Unfortunately, is the reference that like yes. really sits yeah, yeah. with me on this. Mm-hmm. I'd say Evanescence is in there. Uh, There's some tracks to really like on it, though. Like I, I enjoyed a few of the tracks, but like some of them, I was just like, this doesn't. I work. think as I think as long as you know. Um, what you're getting into with Poppy, and she usually has like a video concept behind it. I think you'd be fine with it, as long as you know that you're gonna hear like some pop punk influenced new metal esque modern pop fusion. <laughs> like like, <there's, laughs> like it's try hard music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's trying too hard, and it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily always work. But when you put it all together with the whole production, it's usually fun. And there's usually in between, if you don't like one album, the next like EP she's going to like, she put out a noise EP not long ago that came with a, that was was paired with a fucking book, I think. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? And it was decent too. I mean, it wasn't like, it was like awful, awful. And she's, this isn't a good starter pack for this artist is all I'm saying. (laughs) No, not at all. 
from a gist. Like this is if, like if, if you know Poppy, by all means. But if not, perhaps start earlier and then come to this and appreciate it for what it is. If if you like mid two thousands pink, mixed <laughs> with like some forty one, holy fuck, are you Bruh. gonna wet your pants over this shit? I already uh, did. The when only you said other those. one, like those, those are the two. Like that's. You just described my favorite bands. Thanks, Crowder. It's kind of awesome, though, all right? Fuck yeah, off. no, for sure. No, there's some cool uh, parts. I wonder what the fucking videos is. Did, you, did anybody watch the videos I posted? I know I we're did. going super long, I, but... I only looked at um, the one that was Choke Me, and that shit was killer, and I was like, this is... I was like, oh my god, is this what we're about to listen to? I thought that was what we we're going to listen to, and I was like, this is great. And then I turned on Flux, and I was like fucking shit <laughs> yeah oh yeah right right no go listen to the i think choke has like an ep with it that you or maybe there's a full album i don't remember they get hard to listen to but you should still go check them out there choke's there is, a really good song in and of its own and i would put that on a playlist this second there's definitely a theme that happens and progresses throughout all of her albums and continues through her albums that i think is interesting uh the only other album that i could really talk about there was some other bullshit but uh Eamon tobin put out another album this year uh, earlier this year we talked about one of his albums was it like stone castles or some shit like that i don't remember fucking it, it was, was a good, good album it was really good um this album how do you live it's probably not as good but uh i only listened to a little bit of it i gave it a quick glance through i'll listen to it more later i'm interested in their music but if you are not interested in this person's music probably skip this shit uh, uh Super Furry Animals re-released some shit. That was great. Anyways, this has been fucking... Uh, is it worse than 311? Anybody got anything? You guys got anything? Nothing? Fuck you. I don't care. We're going so late. So good to see it's you guys. Just, we're going yes. late. Go to our website. I haven't updated the blog. I fucked up. I'm going to have to do that in a second. Twitter. Follow Twitter. Spotify. Do you people not like do digital media shit do you not know you already know this shit just go look us up go buy our stickers yep, yep. shirts stickers are dope comics yeah 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 hear that hear it it's dope dope sir oh sunday we're doing something sunday we're right? doing uh share. share that doesn't sound right <laughs> we are we are reviewing Cher. the entire discography of Cher. Of the performer Cher. Cher. I don't like that it's pronounced that way. I feel Cher. like it should be pronounced some way different, but that doesn't sure. work in my head. Sure. 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 That's up, sure. Chirp, chirp. That's it. That's all I got. She, she tweets Somebody really do an well. outro. She, she tweets really well. Come talk to us on Sunday for Cher. Cher. That's great. All caps. Uh huh. All cast Out, motherfuckers. Outro and, us. Uh, somebody. I, and and never. Oh, am I just interrupting you? <laughs> just wait, wait. Hold on. Hold and on. then and then when you're done uh, outroing me, uh-huh. I'll outro no, you. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I Go ride. Ahead. I ride. I ride. Three eleven. It's worse than. That's right. I held nice, it. Good, I held solid, it long enough. Yeah, I think that was a good man. long hold. Yeah, so that's clean. That's clean. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>